Hello, welcome to the third episode of Love and Relationships. This is Carly. And this is Leah. And we're excited to talk to you today about red flags in a relationship. Yes. <laughs> Actual, I can say relationship now. Yes. Red flags in a relationship. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening to our last two episodes. We really appreciate everybody who has gone and liked our Facebook and even shared it on their Facebook. It's like, oh, <laughs> Dog, <laughs> Scooby. Calm down. <laughs> it's just like super nice that we have such a great support system and, you know, it's grown from just our moms, you know, yeah. we actually have people listening. So that, that's really great. <laughs> I'm very excited to just be on the start of this journey and hopefully um as we go we grow and get better so that's exciting oh scooby calm down we are currently at my house and um my dogs scooby and daphne are with us and scooby's getting a little territorial over this bone that daphne's not even trying to take (laughs) so you might hear some growling throughout this episode and it's literally just him running around with a bone in his mouth yeah they're cuties they're tiny little (laughs) things and Scooby's seven months old right no he's a year he's a year as of this month I thought he was seven he still acts he's like so tiny seven months so cute old, but... he looks like a puppy yeah okay so I know you know and I know I know that in the beginning of the relationship or a relationship um you tend to have your blinders on not just speaking like you but like every like yeah. it's in the beginning of the relationship you're in a honeymoon phase and you have what do they call it? Red colored, rose, rose colored glasses. Yeah, yeah, right. And you just don't want to see the red flag. So mm-hmm. I can absolutely speak to this uh, because things with B, as of like two days ago, came to an end. Turns out he was a lot like the other guys. <laughs> and yeah. um, but I actually put into action leaving when red flags came up yeah so I'm really proud of you Thank like you. <laughs> not saying that I'm like this huge relationship expert but I'm glad that you saw the red flags and actually got out because yeah. a lot of women and men when they see the person they're dating these things come up they don't um leave they just kind of ignore them and say yeah. like hey like well that's it's fine that's like, been my history up until this yeah, point so. I just basically belittled myself and um into thinking that I deserved exactly what I was getting and I stayed in relationships for years and um it just makes you feel terrible about yourself so I am excited to be able to dive into these talk about some specific situations so if you guys ever experience them you can realize hey I'm worth a lot more than this and I'm not yeah. gonna put up with it yeah so okay um we wrote a list of 10 red flags for y'all and we're kind of going to go back and forth we both had different experiences and there's a lot of red flags we can say but I think we've <laughs> more picked, than just these 10. yeah more than just these 10 but I think we picked out like the best at least the ones that have really affected us yeah Yeah. okay so first off you don't want a significant other who tries to change you um I've had that in the past they try to tell you what to wear who to hang out with um in social scenes how to act and it's really controlling and not okay your partner should love you for who you are and not want to um 
change you. Yeah. <laughs> Not want to make turn you into a different person. They should accept you for you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, I've definitely had that, and it's it's a very. Um, I mean, this is a whole different topic. But it's very abusive. Like, that's an abusive red flag right there, trying to change you. And, like, emotional abuse is a thing. It's a huge thing. And so that's a big red sign, trying to change you and trying to control you. Yeah. It's it's not okay. And a lot of times I feel like you don't even really realize that's happening. It's hard. It just – it seems like, oh, they're just trying to – guide you in some way. I'm going to go ahead and grab Scotty. <laughs> okay. He's getting a little over the top with his growling. Okay. So where were we? We were at, um, we we're at trying to change you and talking about that. It's kind of hard to see that one because you may not have realized it's happening. Yeah. But. I mean, sometimes I think you might even take it as Oh, like they care, you know, they're trying to help you improve yourself and become the best Mm -hmm. version of yourself. But, you know, it, the underlying kind of feeling that they're sending your way is that you're not good enough as you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so easy to fall into that. So yeah, that, that's definitely a huge red flag. Um, The big one for me, that is the one that I experienced here with B is, um, being hot and cold, i.e. Yeah. mixed signals. Um, so with this guy, we had been spending a lot of time together over the past couple of months. We went to D.C. together. We went to a wedding together. Literally last, last weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We come back Sunday. Everything's fine. He's, like, hanging out at my house. We get dinner, and then he goes. And then yeah. the next day, he's just – like incommunicado, like I is that a word? Do you I just make so. up a word? No, I think that's a word. <laughs> um, at least my mom says it too. Incommunicado. So maybe it's Amy's word. Yeah, I don't know. but <laughs> never. He just like I was having to reach out to him. It was really weird. Um, Some days it seemed like he really, really liked you, and then other well, days it was just well, no, it was just this past week. Like yeah. Monday, I like reached out to him a couple of times. We had a short conversation. So I thought, okay, well come Tuesday, I'll, you know, he'll reach out to me if he wants to talk to me. He didn't talk to me at all Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday he texts me just acting like everything's fine, but still just kind of ignoring me a little bit, like not trying to set up a time to meet up, like not too interested in talking. So whenever Thursday rolls around, I'm just, you know, I reach out and I'm like, Hey, you know, if, things changed for you. Like, please let me know. I'm kind of confused here. Um, and a couple hours later, he's like, everything's okay, girl. And then <laughs> continues to ignore me. Um, and then, oh, here's the kicker. So this guy, he's supposed to not be drinking for a couple of weeks because he has like stomach issues. And my friend um, reached out to me that she saw him at a bar and smacked this blonde girl's ass thinking it was me that he was talking to. And so, I don't know. I mean, he's always up there with his dog and like girls will come up to him and talk to him. But like he said, he's not supposed to be drinking. It's a Friday night and he's not like trying to hang out with me. And so I just texted him. I was like, hey, have fun at Boxcar. I'm leaving your dog gate in front of my house and never heard back from him. So I don't know what the dude's issue was if he was just kind of leaving me as an option, but like, I'm not going to deal with the whole hot and cold, either you're in it with me or you're not. 
And, you know, I'm just not going to accept that. So. That's um, a great segue into the next one. You just said, like, I don't, you don't know if he was making you an option. You shouldn't be someone's option. You should be their priority. Yeah. Like, um, a huge red flag is that they don't feel incredibly lucky to be with you. And your partner should be so thankful to have you and feel incredibly can't talk incredibly lucky to be with you they won't be making you feel hot and cold because they are so happy like that's that's the kind of partner it was just such a weird like immediate shift yeah that I don't know if he ended up Sunday like going out and meeting somebody else and like that's what happened but you know the thing is what it comes down to if you're a decent person and you're not a hundred percent into somebody and they're giving you an out, right? They're saying, Hey, are you not feeling this anymore? Man up, woman up. And just like in our last episode about ghosting, tell them, you know what? Yeah. I just don't know if this is working out and let that person go and move on with their life because confusing somebody being in this, what I like to call relationship limbo that I've experienced so many times in my life Mm -hmm. is just the most anxiety fueled know. thing yeah. to happen to you like it's just I know we were we were literally just talking about it last week and it's how um, I think it's the worst possible way to like yeah so if you go to boxcar and you see a guy with a beautiful blonde pit mix he's a jerk and you should definitely stay away <laughs> don't talk to don't him don't talk to him stay away um but yeah okay doesn't feel incredibly lucky to be with you you mm-hmm. need a partner who is in it 100% who they will not be hot and cold like you're saying because they, <laughs> he's over there squeaking his toy because um they feel incredibly lucky to be with you so they wouldn't yeah. try and jeopardize it you know yeah, yeah. yeah. no Um, so our next one here, not fully committing. I feel like a lot of these in a sense are all kind of woven into one another because it's, it's sort of like if you have one of these red flags, you have them all in a way. Um, I mean, not fully committing it. How is that? I mean, that's showed by just in the same way, kind of not Scooby. Oh my gosh. Um, not fully committing. So like if you not like defining the relationship, that's yeah. another thing that was going on with this guy here. Yeah. He, so I think this is just his MO because he said that he was with this girl for three years, but they never actually defined the relationship. They like went to each other's families homes for holidays Mm -hmm. but he said that the conversation like it got to a point where too much time had passed that they never had it and I was like well that's kind of strange you ever watched that show when you were teenagers awkward right and it was with Maddie and Jake and the girl the bangs do you know what I'm talking about oh it sounds familiar but that was like a huge um part of the show that like she was with Jake she was with Jake, but she really wanted to be with Maddie. But Maddie wouldn't DTF, right? Define the really oh, DTF. That's, that's it's from awkward. That sounds. I yeah. know I've seen it. I just can't. You're sure. rolling or back. DTR. 
Oh, DTR. <laughs> DTF is definitely a different yeah, thing. Yeah, DTR. That's me too. I know. That took me a second too. Um, but like that goes back to they will feel incredibly lucky to be with you because if they're feeling incredibly lucky to be with you, they will make you yeah. your boyfriend. They will make you your girlfriend. They will. They'll want to pin it yeah, down. Pretty yeah. Quickly. They will. So, I mean, this guy, he's like in his mid thirties and you know, he's obviously experienced being in relationships and it sounds like he probably has some baggage because if you can't, you know, tell a girl I'm not feeling this, then, you know, obviously you have some, some things that you're kind of going through. You were also talking about earlier with not fully committing how Q, even when you guys had that talk, mm-hmm. still had his dating yeah. profile. So, yeah, that that was a big thing. And had I been wiser like I am now the relationship would have ended just you know there uh, basically with Q um, I found like a couple weeks after we were technically in a relationship uh, I randomly looked at his dating profile Bumble and saw where he added a picture that was taken the day after we decided to be in a relationship and at that moment I called him and I was like listen um if this, you know, if we jump the gun on this and, and this is not something that you're ready for, yeah. let me know and we'll, we'll split, you know, we'll split mm-hmm. ways because I'm, I'm not going to be with somebody that's not a hundred percent in this. And he, you know, begged me to stay with him and was like, no, you know, I was nervous at first, but then you met my family and I removed the app. I just didn't like delete the app. I just took it off my phone, but you know, no, when I'm, when I'm in something, I'm a hundred percent in it, which ended up being no. complete BS from that point on the relationship had changed. And he, it's like, he decided he was going to have this self-fulfilling prophecy that since he effed up that he was just never going to be the kind of boyfriend that like, mm-hmm. you know, that he should have been. And so the rest of the relationship was you know, I gave him that second chance and he was still never fully committed. And, you know, had I not had my rose colored glasses on and built him up to be this wonderful person, um, you know, I, I would have left. Yeah. And I just, I didn't have the, the confidence to do that then. And I mean, even now, like I'm really bummed that things didn't work out with B. Like I, he was the first guy that I liked in the past year since Q. So like, I'm upset about it, but I have to woman up and I have to do what's best for me and I have to just move on and um, yeah you know things would have worked out a lot better for me had I done that with Q three four years ago. yeah you if you if you just let B walk all over you like this it would have ended like how it did with Q where you guys yeah. could have been in a three-year relationship yeah and uh, I would have just been 30 uh, in the same position that I'm in now <laughs> Yeah. And I certainly don't want to go through that again. So I'm proud of you for ending it now. Yeah. Thank and you. not dealing with that in three years. You yeah. Because, and another thing that you said, you know, you gave um, Q a second chance. And honestly, I think a second chance is fine. But after a second, uh, like a third chance, a fourth chance, enough is enough. Like, yeah. The second chance is understandable. But so what I have difficulty with is like deciding what red flags are actually red flags. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, cause everybody's going to have their annoying quirks. Like yeah. they're, they're going to, 
there's going to be areas in a relationship where somebody is just not strong and you just have to decide, like you have to weigh if this is worth dealing with or not. And so there would be a lot of little things that I felt, okay, well, it's not great, but is it really worth breaking up with somebody that you love? Yeah. And then it's definitely hard to distinguish, but hopefully like us writing these down and saying them will help these red flags be more defining and um help other people see red flags in their relationship okay so up next is causing you more stress than happiness you know um being in a good relationship now compared to relationships in the past not saying that I haven't had great relationships in the past because my college boyfriend was awesome um there's other reasons it didn't work out but then there's other relationships that I look back on and just like remember like you said hot and cold I was happy a lot when we were together but then other times they would just make me cry and yeah there's this thing I remember seeing on Facebook. It was saying, if your boyfriend makes you cry all the time, is he really your boyfriend or is he an onion? And like, <laughs> make sure you're not dating an onion. Oh, that's funny. Um, I like that. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend should not be making you cry all the time. You should have more happier times than sad times or yeah. angry times. Or like the point of being in a relationship is. Because you want to be with that person and have good times with that person. Like, they shouldn't be causing you stress and anger and, like, actually reflect and look on that relationship and see if it's making you happier, more stressed. And Yeah. Yeah. That's so so tough. Um, I feel like every significant relationship I've had has just been so full of stress that's not good (laughs) that is so not good like I just said I I was I think I just tend to date the same type of guy and that they're they're always they're all onions well they're just (laughs) I date I date the guys that don't know what they want and like they're trying to figure it out with me and that like so it's just going back to that term I used before, relationship limbo. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how I've always felt in any significant relationship. Because whenever I'm sure about somebody, that's when I stick it out. Yeah. Um, whenever I am not sure about someone, that I leave. Yeah. And so, you know, other guys that liked me, but I, I just didn't really share that feeling with, I would just, I would leave um, before that relationship got to, like, before we spent too much time together and yeah. um so what do we got next um words and actions words not and actions. I know you can definitely talk about this not one. matching yeah um yeah I've gotcha. seen a lot of guys that had that were full of empty promises yeah um yeah like like with B telling me everything's okay and then just not explaining why he's been MIA and not trying to like meet up with me this past week. Um, I mean, obviously you're saying one thing, but you're, you're really saying something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Actions definitely speak louder than words. He can be, someone can be telling you that they love you and that you're the one they want to marry and spend the rest of their life with. But then guys, if they are doing something different, 
Back at it. Okay, so we were talking about how uh, words and actions yes. not matching up. Yes. Yeah. So this was a big one. <laughs> that um, sorry, Scoop. I had to put the dogs in the kitchen behind the gate, and now they're just, no, they're just pawing <laughs> and chewing at the gate. Um, so I'm so sorry, everyone, for just how loud they are. But anywho, um, words and actions not matching up. That was a that was a big one for. Q as well. And, um, and for my college boyfriend, um, I remember both of them. <laughs> I feel like you just want to keep laughing. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm like, I'm like one of those moms and I'm okay. trying to multitask. Yeah. I'm having a real, I'm like, oh. I keep having to keep an eye on the kids. Every like, dog mom has been through this, man. Yeah, it's yeah. All, if you're a dog mom and you're listening, <laughs> you totally understand yes. how your dog's like, and I imagine if you're a mom mom, yeah. you know even more. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, I'd date these guys, and they would say just that, what you were talking about a second ago. About yeah, like, they will tell you. They love you, and, like, I remember Q saying that he sees me being, like, the mother of his kids. And, you know, and then, gosh, the way that ended, he basically... <laughs> He, I just found that some things were missing in my house and I called him and he broke up with me over the phone. He, oh, after three years, yeah, he, no, that one, he didn't want to pay rent because he had Ooh. to travel for work sometimes. That's a great And, one. um, <laughs> and he wasn't going to be ready to settle down for another five or 10 years, but. Whenever he was, I'd be the first person he goes to. But now he's had another girlfriend. Yeah, like now six now months. he has a girlfriend that. So it just, it like so words and actions not lining up. It's just funny because how do I explain this? Like he wasn't showing the actions to you, but saying but he could have done those actions. He could have showed you that he was a good boyfriend, that he wanted to spend his life with you. I'm yeah. Damn. I'm not trying to upset you right now. No. Okay. I'm just... it's, I'm fi- it's been, you know, um, it's kind of funny the way this works. I feel like once you're hurt by somebody else, yeah. The person that hurt you previous to that, like it doesn't hurt quite as bad. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah. Time, I mean, time heals all yeah, so, like, I'm start like, it's still, it sucks, right? Yeah. Because I was with this yeah. guy for three years, yeah. and I loved him. I loved his family. I would have dinner with his family, like, his extended family every Sunday. But, you know, yeah, it's, you gotta, you have to be consistent. That's the yeah. thing. Inconsistency is the biggest relationship killer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't depend on someone, um, then if you can't tell that what they're saying is the truth, um, because yeah. their actions aren't matching those words, then yeah, that's you're always gonna feel like you're in this relationship limbo. Um, you know how you were just saying that Q didn't want to help you with the rent and like yeah, he didn't want to pay four hundred dollars. So that's that's <laughs> un, like so true. Your significant other needs to contribute to the relationship. Yeah, it needs I mean, to be all your things are at my house. Yeah, like yeah, you should um, pay. I've been right there with you. My ex 
never pay. Well, I don't want to say never, but he paid significantly less in rent. And he also like never paid for groceries, took my car and never put gas in it. Um, never wanted to clean. I was always the one cleaning. So someone can complain. Yeah. 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 So someone who doesn't contribute to Mm -hmm. the relationship. Yeah. It just, it feels like someone who is like trashing your stuff and like, not being responsible it's like they're stepping on you and saying they don't yeah care about you yeah they expect so much from you yeah but they don't expect to have to to reciprocate in any way exactly yeah. so I mean it's not always gonna be 50 50 and me and Ryan talk about this a lot like some days he's not gonna be feeling great and some days he's gonna be 40 and I need to contribute 60 but you know you should be with someone who does contribute to the relationship and even even on bad days you can look at and say hey like he he like Today we were even talking about it. He takes Kona out. He um, goes and makes breakfast. Like he makes me eggs every morning. Um, yeah, like like so. Some days I may be the one taking the dishes out of the dishwasher or doing the laundry, but overall, your partner should. <laughs> But yeah, it's holding napkins. Right? Well, the table kept rocking. We're really, so we're to... really newbies at this podcast stuff. Thank you, everyone, for being patient with us while we're figuring it out. I just um, kept hearing rocking on the table. I know, I know. It's so funny. Today is not really our day, but it's okay. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Yeah. I was out drinking last night, so I'm just trying to <laughs> little wake on the struggle up. bus yeah but it's okay um but you know it's great that you two have that open communication because that's another um thing that I didn't necessarily put on this list but I think it really ties everything up together is that you need to be able to communicate with your partner yeah and um you know I've b q um M, my college boyfriend, <laughs> yeah. No, like they were all unable to um, communicate to have these conversations. Yeah. Well, really, I know that we're we're kind of skipping ahead here, and we can go back, but yeah. this ties into my last red flag of um, being dismissive. Yeah, you know, any time that I wanted to have a conversation about something that I felt was important to me or a point um, of uh, weakness in our relationship. It was constantly dismissed by yeah. all of them. Um, like B, I tried to have a couple conversations with him, and um, he would he would actually respond with, "You know, you're crazy." And no, and that's that's it's, that's like the worst thing it's you can say to somebody. Gaslighting. Yes, yeah. yes, and and Q was a huge gaslighter. They've all they're all trying to make me think that my very um, acceptable no, expectations are somehow too much. Not um, at all. You're not making up in your head. They are being yeah. dismissive and gaslighting. Yeah. You, um, yeah, your partner needs to be someone that you can communicate with and you guys have open and honest conversations. You know, sometimes it can be difficult. Yeah. Like sometimes conversations aren't easy, but, um, no, you gotta, you have to be willing. Yeah. If you're not willing to, you know, talk about the hard things and you really should get the benefits of being in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Just have all the one night stands and feelings <laughs> that you want because, yeah, I mean, that's, if you don't want the actual 
depth that comes. Yeah, in relationships. relationships are hard. Yeah. And and I, you know, I want to be with somebody that wants to have those hard conversations. Mm-hmm. It's not like I just want a relationship full of negativity. I want to nix it before it gets to that really bad point. Because I don't have issues, um, you know, having to bring up a difficult conversation. I always do it in a respectful way, you know, I've, I've taken enough psychology courses to know that you don't just say you, 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 (laughs) you know, you, you let somebody know how you're feeling, you know, that, that you're being affected, um, by this in a a certain way and that you want to figure out what they need and tell them what you need and see how you can come to a healthy compromise. Yeah. Um, but some people are just so avoidant Mm-hmm. And and that's, you know, those are all the guys that I've dated are just ones that are just avoidant. Yeah. And that's not a real man. That's a, that's a little boy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm done dating little boys. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Yeah. But it's so true. I'm, I'm almost done. Yeah. Oh, it's so I'm funny. Done dating. It's so funny. Whenever we were skiing a couple yeah. weeks ago, I was going on the, I don't know what you call it. Um, somebody compared it to like whenever you're in the airport and they have that, um, that little like, Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. To get you up the, you hill. up the hill. Yeah. I was waiting to get on that. And there was this like, I don't know. I don't know ages anymore. Like somewhere between like five and eight year old yeah. boy that was like in front of me. And this old man that was helping was, <laughs> he was like pointing at me and he was like, Oh, she looks single. You should talk to her whenever you get to the top of the hill. And I was like, well, I think that might be illegal, sir. But I don't know. I just had to add that story. I thought it was really funny. That eight-year-old boy that was probably more mature than B uh, probably. is currently. And he actually did talk to me when I got oh. up to the funny hill. It was so cute because I, like, struggled to, like, Aww. get off. And he was like, oh, I did too. And it was like. Yep. That's saying that's something sweet. if an eight-year-old boy is nicer and better to you than a 33-year-old man, air quotes. Air quotes, people. You can't see the man is. Okay. So I think we already did 10, to be honest. I think we just put them all in there. Um, But I... We can wrap it up then. <laughs> this has been a hot mess express of an episode, but also a really good episode, I think. I think people can get a lot out of Stop laughing. You're going to make me laugh. Okay. So to wrap it up, um, you need to know your worth to expect someone else to stop laughing. Do you just want to let them out real quick? Oh, I should have let them outside. Oh, well, then your neighbor. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a whole nother thing. Your neighbor would have complained about them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> guys. Oh, okay. How about you distract them? I'll wrap up. <laughs> so to conclude this episode of Red Flags, um, you really first have to know your own worth to expect someone else to value it and also know your own worth to not settle for all these red flags. Um, if your partner is trying to change you, is making you cry all the time, is making empty promises and their words are not lining up with their actions. Um, 
I don't know why you're settling for that and you shouldn't settle for it. There's someone else out there who's going to feel incredibly lucky to be with you and want to give you this great relationship. Yeah, it's not oh, hi. right. <laughs> I didn't know Sorry, I'm quickly standing right behind you, cradling Scooby, but I, I just right. wanted to say um, something that I'm constantly, as I'm navigating through this dating world, um, I'm constantly reminding myself is that it, it doesn't work until it works. You know, yeah. it's, they're always going to suck until all of a sudden one doesn't suck. Um, now Daphne's crying. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to, I believe this is our third episode. Yes. Woo. Lucky number three. Daphne and Scooby. <laughs> um, Delilah's somewhere around here, but she's quiet because yeah. cats are just good. Yeah. <laughs> I love cats. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. So our first episode that came out on March 2nd, I know that was two weeks ago now, but it got 25 listens and that's really awesome. I want to try and get this episode to 50 I think we can do that. Um, So if you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and share it with your friends and family. Let's try to get 50 listeners. Maybe not like your grandma. Yeah, maybe not your grandma. Maybe not little kids yet. Um, Yeah. You know, eight-year-olds. If you have a good relationship with your dad, you can share it with him. Yeah. If he's kind of... And then also, in an upcoming episode, we would love to do a listener episode. So if you have had a bad date or a bad first date, um, we would love to hear about it. So you can go ahead and submit a story, message us a story at our Facebook page, Love and Relationships. Um, and hopefully we will be reading them on an upcoming episode. So That is awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. And everyone here, Scooby, Daphne, Carly, (laughs) we um, we hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.